Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to season three of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or a cable TV subscription to access my content. It is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks is underwritten by the healthcare law firm of Einiger and Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, to promote youth sports and various health initiatives in our local communities. And before we drop the puck on this week's episode, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Uh, hello there, uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week's In the Box segment is sponsored by the Ice Hutch, located at 655 Garden Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York. Founded in 1997, the Ice Hutch serves the skating community all year round by offering lessons for all levels, weekly public skating, figure skating, and hockey sessions. The Ice Hutch also features hockey leagues in the spring and fall each year for players seeking a highly competitive experience. Give them a call today at 914-699-6787 or check them out online anytime at www.icehutch.com. I now invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy as I chat with head coach Howie Rubenstein of the White Plains Tigers. Hey, this is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Howie Rubenstein. Howie is the coach of the White Plains Tigers. He's actually calling me from the car on his way back from a tournament. Um, Actually, not a tournament, I should say. He's coming back from watching his uh, son play uh, college hockey in New Hampshire. Howie, thanks so much for taking the time out to join me. How's it going? Everything's great, man. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Listen, I I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, Can you describe your team in five words or less? Uh, We're young, fast, uh, hardworking, and uh, and I think we're a lot of fun. Good. I love. You know what? I I will say that whenever I get out to Ebersol, or certainly if it's the Mayor's Cup games, I definitely see you know a young team, a skilled team, a hardworking team but also a team that likes to have fun. Um, what excites you most about this squad? Well, we have some uh, returning veterans, and uh, we have a lot of uh, younger, really younger guys. Uh, and I'm excited to see how that all works out, how it blends together, and how we come together as a team and uh, hopefully find success. Okay, that sounds great. As far as um, you talked about some younger players, are there any surprises uh, for you this season as far as players go? Um. Well, it's kind of too early to see, uh, you know, who's going to, you know, 
take a big step forward. But we did get a, uh, a couple of kids that transferred back to White Plains from uh, our arch rival Stepanak. So I'm excited to see how they uh, contribute to our team. Nice, nice. Um, who are some of the players to watch on your squad? I was actually tagged in a tweet um, that, that uh, showed who the captains were. But in addition to your captaincy, your leadership core, are there any other players to watch on your squad? Well, you know, uh, Johnny Myers is a three-year veteran, even though he's a sophomore. Uh, we got freshman Daniel Cordozo and uh, also Dante Palumbo is a freshman. Our goaltender is a four-year starter, Justin Schultz, yeah. and um, uh, a gentleman who came to us from Iona Prep last year, Devin Garnett. They're, uh, they're really our players to watch this year. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, can I get your thoughts on the new league alignments for Section 1 this year, Coach? Well, I thought a lot of th- a thought – uh, went into trying to get the, the, the fairest division. So uh, I think they did a nice job at our section trying to put the, the teams in the right groupings. So, um, you know, you'll, you'll have, I think you'll have good battles for, you know, league titles, which uh, makes the season a lot of fun. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And looking at the groupings, I got them over the summer. I, I feel the same way. I feel like they're equitable, they're fair. Um, it should be really good competition. Um, what impact do you think, the new rules statewide are going to have, you know, as far as like the 17 minute periods and two minute penalties go. Um, I think, you know, the 17 minute periods, I don't think is going to be too much of an issue other than, you know, teams having to pay for the extra ice time. Right. But the two minute penalties, I think, I think are going to be big because with a minute and a half, you could get away with maybe having one power play unit, but now with two minutes, you're going to have to have, you know, two units that, you know, have to go out and play. And and the same thing with penalty killers. You, you're going to have to have a couple more guys that are responsible enough to go out and kill penalties, you know, sometimes in big situations. Yeah, you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think a team's depth, certainly their talent will be put to the test, but that's a very good point as far as specialty teams um, having having to have a big impact. Coach, you know, I, I received your schedule. Thank you for sending it along. Um, is there a game that you kind of have circled on the calendar as the biggest game of the season? Yeah, it's uh, it's for us. It's always against Stepanak. Uh, that's usually our second game in our tournament on Saturday night at Thanksgiving weekend. We get the biggest crowd, the biggest turnout, and and the last few years our football team hasn't been able to play Stepanak, and uh, so it, it just becomes that much more of a big rivalry for us. Nice, nice. Uh, outside of Ebersol, in your opinion, Coach, what's the toughest rink to play in? Well, you know. I got to give a lot of credit to the coaches in our section. I, I, I hate playing against all of them because I respect all of them so much. And going to Brewster sometimes with uh, some of those teams, they get big crowds in there. And, uh, you know, going to Mamaronic is, is never, ever easy. But, you know, to me, going to play Suffern on a Friday night over at Sportorama, there's, that's about the toughest you can get. So, uh it's always a challenge. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, although I never played the game, I wholeheartedly and readily admit that I was. I grew up in Suffern. A lot of my, you know, friends played, and a lot of my students, because I work in Suffern now, play. And that's definitely intimi- an intimidating place, especially when they pack. You know, they pack the barn. Um, you mentioned it before. As far as Stepanak, is it safe to assume that they're your biggest rival? Absolutely, hundred percent. That's the one. Even though it's the, the our second game. Um, you know, everyone gets pretty excited for that one. Okay, okay. And uh, you and I chatted about this before um, we started recording. It's safe to assume your favorite tournament is the Guy Matthews Invitational Thanksgiving Hockey Tournament. Yeah, it's really grown over the last couple of years. Uh, we've got we've grown it to twelve teams. 
Um, so, you know, we've had teams come down as far as Buffalo to play in it. Um, and again, it's a lot of fun. It's a good, it's a good time to evaluate your, your talent. Um, you know, get your, you know, get your season started, see who you got. Uh, you get three games in pretty much three days. Uh, so it's a lot of hockey packed into one weekend. So uh, we really look forward to it. Yeah, and I look forward to it as well. That's actually how I kick off my you know, my hockey coverage for the season. Uh, and I'll be in the house on Wednesday and on Friday. Um, what do you look for in a hockey player? Well, first thing is, you know, uh, skating ability. You know, you got to be able to skate. Uh, you know, then skills. Uh, hockey IQ. You know, do you know where to be and what to do and when to do it? Um, and, and then of course you want to look for grit. I mean, uh, if you're not the most skilled player, if you can be hardworking and create things for your other teams or be a great defender, uh, you can always, uh, contribute to your team. Sounds like an excellent combination of qualities and skills. Coach, what makes a successful hockey coach? Oh man. Um, I guess, uh, you know, you gotta be a teacher and, uh, also a leader, uh, you know, try to be organized, uh, make sure everybody knows what they're doing and when to do it. And then uh, I think really one of the most important things is to be a role model. I mean, uh, you know, you know, in high school, they're, they're still kids and they're, they're turning into adults and, and they need all the role models they can get. So I think that's an important attribute to have. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that assessment as well. Now, I know you've been doing this for a long time. So if you want to give me more than one answer or if there's something that just stands out in your mind, favorite memory or moment as a coach, if you could give me one. Well, the first time that we ever knocked off Suffer and we had some, uh, we lost to them for a long time and then we, we finally ended up beating them. But, uh, you know, my, my favorite memory uh, is after a loss. We went up to West Point and uh, we had a really tight-knit team and these kids battled and they lost a, a close game up there. And, and the moment that made it great was the kids were very upset in the locker room and some kids that you wouldn't expect were, you know, tearing up and crying. And they, and they weren't crying because they lost. They, they were crying because it was all over. And mm. that, you know, mm. the family atmosphere that they created – was, you know, it came to an end. And I think that they were really upset about that. Um, of course, they were upset about the loss, but, you know, just the fact that they weren't going to get to go to the rink and hang out with their friends anymore and mm. and, and do that and go to battle with them, uh, I think that that was my favorite memory. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because no matter who I talk to, I started doing more and more, not just current players, as you may know, but I'm also doing like a where are they now thing where I'm interviewing kids that are playing club, a couple of kids that are playing juniors. I'm even going to interview a kid who's over in Ireland uh, going to school and playing over there. And the one thing they all tell me when I talk to them is that they miss playing high school, playing with their buddies, playing with their friends, playing in front of friends and family and community. It's very difficult to replicate that. Um, what's the what's one of the challenges you face as a coach? Uh, you know, you know, the typical things, making sure everybody's in the same, you know, right in the right place at the right time, knowing everything. But and uh, I say this with a grain of salt because, uh, you know, sometimes it's tough dealing with the parents. Um, and you know what? We've had we've been blessed at White Plains. We've had a great group of parents. But every once in a while, you'll get one or two that, you know, are unhappy with what's going on. And, uh, you know, sometimes it makes your job a little tougher. Sure, um, sure. But, you know, we keep we try to keep the lines of communication open. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm willing to talk to parents at any time. And, and over the past few years, it really hasn't been too much of an issue. But I talk to other coaches all the time. And usually that's their, their biggest thing. Like, you know, they, they love coming to work. They love working with the kids. But every now and again, they'll 
they'll get a parent or two that that just make it difficult to uh want to get to the rink or to the court or wherever they're coaching. Yeah, no, I hear you. I work uh, for a school district, as you know. And again, the majority of the parents I work with are supportive, um, you know, but they're every now and then, like you said, there is that one that makes things just a little bit more challenging. Um, what advice would you give someone who's interested in getting into coaching? Well, obviously know what you're, you know, try to know what you're doing, try to stay, keep organized and, and have, and, and if you're in high in the high school situation, well, it even, even in youth, you need to have a thick skin. I mean, there's someone always thinks they can do it better. Someone thinks you're doing something wrong. And, and I tell a lot of young coaches that I talk to or I work with, you know, you might have, let's say, 20 players on a team and 18 of the families are super happy and you got one or two that aren't happy. Um, you still get an A. You're still, you know, you're over 90% success there. So those are the people that we sometimes worry about are those one or two. But try not to let them bother you, you know, and try and work out your issues and try and have an open line of communication so you can sort out those things so that you have a little bit more smooth sailing. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what are your thoughts? Because, again, I know you've been behind the bench at White Plains for a long time and been connected to the game for a long time. The state of hockey in the Hudson Valley, in your opinion? Uh, it sounded like you were saying I was old there, Travis, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, experience, I've been experience, I, I, experience. I, I, I think it. I think it's really good. Some of the coaches have been around a long time. They they still care so much of, about what's going on in the league. Um, and I, I think we have great leadership. Uh, Dean Barato does a nice job. He's willing to listen to anybody. Um, and uh, I think we're headed in the right direction. I think we, you know, we've had some teams go to the state championship uh, the last few years in a row. So section one's come a long way since I started. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud to be a part of this section. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I saw, you know, again, you know, going back to the you know mid 2000s, you know, Monroe Woodbury won in Section 9. You had Suffern in 2012 and also in 92. Mamo in 2016. Pelham in 2017. I was up in Buffalo. I saw you up there, actually, as you know, um, for North Rockland John Jay and the year before that, Pelham Mamo. So I definitely agree. And even though these guys, some of these guys didn't play high school hockey in the Hudson Valley, you know, your Shatton Kirks, your Santinis, your Brett Pesci's. I mean, again, they're coming from this area. You know, look at Trevor Zegris and, you know, what he's doing right now with the national development team. So I agree. We are a hockey hotbed. And that's also evidenced by the fact that, you know, last year you had West Seneca West come down and play in your tournament. Um, that was something that was unheard of when I was in high school and certainly unheard of not, you know, until a few years ago. Uh, Coach, as we wrap up here, can uh, do you have a favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Well, uh, I grew up in Buffalo, okay, so yep. I'm a Buffalo Sabre fan. Yep. So my all-time favorite player is uh, Gilbert Perot. Nice. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, you know, anytime I get a chance to play on a men's league team, I'm always number eleven Love it. in his honor. Yeah. And uh, but right now it's uh, it's Jack Eichel. Sure. Uh, he's my favorite player. Yeah. He's, getting- uh, he's, he's. Yeah, he's so much my favorite player. I named my dog after him. Nice. So. <laughs> I love it. I got to tell you, I have a buddy that teaches. Uh, across the river in Westchester County, middle school math teacher, and uh, he's from Buffalo. And I was telling him, I said, listen, this I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sabres could somehow sneak in this year. But now I'm seeing, in addition to the Sabres, who are surprising people, Montreal, Ottawa, you know, again, it's an 82-game season. I get that. But some of these teams that weren't supposed to be good, quote-unquote, are actually starting to put it together. And teams like Washington or teams like Pittsburgh that supposedly, you know, are you know, top teams are starting to struggle a little bit. So um, I really do like what I'm seeing out of the Sabres. Um, and that's, I'm assuming that's your favorite professional team as well. 
Yeah, absolutely, Sabers, and they're you know they're starting to be more competitive. And yeah. right now, after the last couple of years, that's all I can really ask for. Just just compete. Give me give me some games that are close. Uh, make it exciting at the end of the season whether they make the playoffs or not. Right. I mean, again, you've got solid ownership there, of course, in the Pagulas. I mean, I've been to Buffalo, as I mentioned, twice for the state tournament. It's a great hockey town. You grew up there. You're from there. I mean, it's it's just a great atmosphere. And, and I really hope, whether it's the Bills or the Sabres, that we get a championship sometime soon because the good people of the Queen City deserve something to celebrate. Um, last question here, Coach. If you weren't a hockey coach, you'd be a fill-in-the-blank. Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough one for me. I mean to be to be really honest with you, uh, ever since I was in high school, all I've ever wanted to do is uh, be a physical education teacher, which I am, and a coach. Um, you know, I'm pretty competitive, um, and it gives me another opportunity to compete, even though I'm not really out there on the ice. Gotcha. So I can't, you know, I also coach football and I also coach lacrosse, so I can't really see myself doing anything else. But uh, just to be funny, I, I'd probably be a rock star. Love it, love it. Hey, you're. <laughs> You're definitely a rock star to the students that you work with, the students that you mentor and coach. And I wish you and the squad the best of luck this season. I've been I've been chatting with Howie Rubenstein, head coach of the White Plains Tigers. Uh, he's taken some time out to chat with me uh, before the season gets underway. So again, uh, safe travels back from New Hampshire, coach. And I will see you at uh, Ebersol on the uh, 21st of November. And I will also see you... Um, at the Mayor's Cup game over at Playland on uh, January 26th. Yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, I really appreciate all you do for the hockey in the section. It it means a lot to all of us, and uh, I know you work really hard, so thank you again. Uh, Listen, it's my pleasure. It's an absolute labor of love. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. This episode for season three comes to an end. It's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. This season, Stick Taps will be brought to you each and every week by H4H, a growing car transport and handyman service company in Rockland and Long Island. Howie and Jesse are service-oriented guys known for providing quality service at competitive prices. For rapid, reliable, and relationship-driven car transport and handyman home improvements, call 516-497-1194. Mention the code 5-Minute Major and receive a $25 discount off your next car transport service or $100 off your next handyman service appointment. Stick taps out to coach Howie Rubenstein and his White Plains Tigers as they kick off the high school hockey season by hosting the Guy Matthews Invitational Thanksgiving Hockey Tournament at Ebersol Rink in White Plains. In total, 12 teams from across the Hudson Valley will face off against each other beginning on Wednesday, November 21st through Sunday, November 25th. We're going to have White Plains, Mayapak, Rytown Harrison, Lakeland Hen Hud, Iona Prep, Horace Greeley, the Harvey School, Brewtown, Clarkstown, Monroe Woodbury, Pauling, and Stepanak. 
Be sure to visit the White Plains High School team's Twitter account at dubset underscore puck or the White Plains High School athletics account at WPHS underscore athletics for more information. Stick taps out to coach Ed Witts of the 2017 New York State Division II champion Pelham Pelicans uh, as they are hosting a huge tournament at the Ice Hutch in Mount Vernon. In total, 21 teams from across the Hudson Valley and across New York State will face off against each other during the weekend of November 30th and December 7th. On the weekend of November 30th, we're going to have Pelham, Shenandoah, North Rockland, Saratoga, John Jay, St. Anthony's, St. Joe's, Mamaroneck, West Seneca West, Orchard Park, and Scarsdale. On the weekend of December 7th, we're going to have Pelham, Canisius, St. Mary's, Pearl River, Fordham Prep, Niagara Wheatfield, Rye, Lancaster, the Harvey School, and Rytown Harrison. Be sure to visit uh, the Pelham Memorial High School team's Twitter account at PMHS Varsity Puck or Ed Witz's personal account at edwitz15 for more information. Stick taps out to the Roxbury High School ice hockey team who recently lost their assistant coach, Justin Tannenholtz, after a brave battle with cancer. A GoFundMe campaign entitled For the Family of Jason Tannenholtz has been created to help support his family during their time of need. Stick taps out to Nancy Haggerty, who has covered high school sports for many years as a dedicated journalist here in the Hudson Valley. She recently lost her home in a devastating fire, and a GoFundMe campaign entitled Help Nancy has been created to help support her in her time of need. Stick taps out to the McQuaid Jesuit varsity hockey team, who have established a GoFundMe campaign for their teammate, Cooper Patrone, entitled Help Cooper Beat Cancer, as he battles stage 4 non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Stick taps out to the American International College Yellow Jackets team who are supporting their teammate Eric Otto as he battles stage 4 Hodgkin's lymphoma. His campaign is entitled Help Eric Beat Hodgkin's Lymphoma. Stick taps out to the Philadelphia Revolution hockey team of the Eastern Hockey League uh, whose head coach John Roggs suffered a heart attack while on a road trip in the New York metropolitan area. A GoFundMe campaign entitled Coach Roggs Road to Recovery has been established to assist with any medical expenses not covered by insurance. Stick taps out to the St. Joseph Regional uh, Hockey Community for creating a GoFundMe campaign entitled Honoring Gary Hess to help support the Hess family with medical bills and other expenses in their time of need. Stick taps out to the Monroe Woodbury Hockey Boosters for hosting a designer bag bingo on Friday, November 30th at the Arrow Park Banquet Hall in Monroe, New York. Featuring brands such as Rebecca Minkoff, Coach, Michael Kors, Tori Birch, and Kate Spade. For reservations, please contact Mary Jane Ballinger at 917-796-8192 or Michelle Casino at 845-401-8481. Four schools in western New York agreed to combine and start a new girls high school federation team for the 2018-19 school year. And while a portion of the fees for the season are covered by the schools, families are required to come up with an additional $400 per player. So stick taps out to the Niagara County Girls Fed Hockey Team, who has created a GoFundMe campaign entitled Niagara County Girls High School Ice Hockey to help offset costs associated with trying out and with playing hockey. ESPN's own John Boutigras learned about this initiative and generously donated $1,200 of his own money 
towards this worthwhile cause. Stick taps out to the Manhattanville Valiants hockey team for hosting a light the rink pregame ceremony along with a 16 second moment of silence before their season opener in honor of the Humboldt Broncos. Manhattanville's head coach Arlen Marshall played in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League as a member of the Broncos from 2002 to 2006, while two current Valiants, Jared Martin and Corey Anderson, played with one of the surviving members of the Broncos team. And last but not least, stick taps out to the St. John Vianney hockey team for starting a food drive to benefit the Rain Foundation. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or a hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. sounds on this episode of HV Pucks, I want to thank my beautiful wife Marisol and my two daughters Juliana and Kayla for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding because our family time takes a hit over the next few months as I embark on another exciting hockey season. I love to interact with my followers and fans and you can always find me on Twitter at TravJack71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter, at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. The 2019 New York State All-Hair Team is looking to complete its roster. So tweet me a picture at TravJack71 and use the hashtag New York State Puck Flow to nominate your favorite high school player and or coach. Winners will receive a custom t-shirt. Attention all Section 1 players, coaches, parents, and fans. Peck's Skate Shop is looking for nominees for their Plays of the Month contest. Post your video on Instagram and tag at Peck's Skate Shop and use the hashtag Peck's Plays of the Month to enter. Each month, one winner will be selected to receive a Peck's Skate Shop gift card. I'd also like to give a special thank you to the healthcare law firm of Einiger & Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, for underwriting Season 3 of HV Pucks. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>